0: You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with Pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us.
1: Hello, St. John's. Welcome back to the Alter Echo Sermon Podcast for the fourth Sunday of Advent for Sunday, December 19th. As we sit here about one week out from Christmas Eve for the day we've been waiting for, in hope and anticipation, I pray that there is some holy wonder in this time for all of you. I know that preparing for Christmas Eve is one of my favorite times of the year as a pastor, and it is with real joy that we are anticipating having all of you join us for worship Um, whether that be in person or on our live stream or via this podcast. May this be a holy time for you and your family. The scripture reading for this sermon comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. So if you have a Bible with you, I invite you to open it up to Luke chapter 2 and read along with me. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left the shepherds and gone into heaven, But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Dear friends, this is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Our family loves Christmas. We do all sorts of Christmassy things, We make a big deal out of our Christmas festivities and preparations. um, And we have sort of a whole month-long combination of gatherings and celebrations and festivities that really we just love and enjoy very deeply. Um, And one of the maybe more low-key Christmas things that we do is watching Christmas movies often together together. Christmas movies that we've seen year after year after year, sometimes watching the same one multiple times in the same year. And one of the favorite Christmas movies for both of our children is The Polar Express. Now, as I was reading this Bible passage from Luke today, I started thinking about one particular character on The Polar Express, and I'd like to tell you about this character today. If you have not seen this movie, the basic idea is that the Polar Express is a passenger train who, on Christmas Eve, um, drives through neighborhoods and picks up children who get to go and see Santa um, before Santa leaves the North Pole to bring presents to all the children on Christmas Eve. There's one little boy who gets aboard the Polar Express by his own volition um, but he rides the train and hangs back. He kind of keeps to himself, apart from the other children, most of whom are just very excited, um, are really enthralled with the idea of getting to go and see Santa. Um, whereas this little boy is, seems really unsure of the whole thing, even though he chose to, got, to get aboard the train and ride to wherever it's going to go, eventually the North Pole. There are a couple of other children who really are mindful that this little boy is keeping to himself and hanging back. And a couple of different times, these other children reach out to him, um, trying trying to be friendly and include him in the rest of the experience. So that when they get to the North Pole, the little boy won't get off the train. He does not want to go and see Santa. And when these other children ask him why, the little boy says... Christmas just doesn't work out for me. Christmas doesn't happen at my house. I think that's what makes the good news so revolutionary. That what the angels announce to the shepherds in the field is that this good news of great joy is for all the people, including little boys and girls for whom things don't seem to work out or who don't seem to get to have the experiences, the magic and the wonder, or even the stability and the comfort of their peers. The good news of Christmas is not just for some of us. The good news of Jesus' birth is not just for the people for whom things usually work out in Jesus' day that meant that this good news was not just for the kings, or the elites, or the religious insiders, or the decision makers. This good news is not just for the people who are wealthy enough to be comfortable in their life. Pastor Nadia Boltzweber has recently been called to be the pastor of public witness for the Rocky Mountain Synod of the ELCA, And she once said that the gospel is only good news if it's good news for everyone. Let me say that one more time for you. The gospel is good news only if it is good news for everyone. And to me, that sounds exactly like what the angels announced here. This is good news for great joy for all of the people. Jesus' birth is only good news for all people if it includes people like the shepherds. People who, historically speaking, were probably um, uh, uh, people who had been imprisoned for some reason and had a hard time getting a steady employment anywhere. So they resorted to working in the fields with smelly, stinky, um, uncooperative, irritable sheep. Jesus' birth is only good news for all people if it includes teen moms like Mary or if it includes children of families fleeing unstable and unsafe political climates like Jesus' own family. Jesus' birth is only good news for all people if it includes the bizarre guests who show up unexpected because they read from the stars and bring inappropriate gifts to a new mom when her baby is born. Jesus' birth is only good news for all people if the all includes the outliers, the misfits, the poor and the lowly whom Mary sang about when she was pregnant, It's only good news for all people if all people includes those who are intentionally excluded from everything else. Only if it includes the social outcasts, the people with bad reputations. It's only good news for all people if that includes the black sheep and the ugly ducklings of every family. Jesus' birth is only good news for all the people, if it includes the people who are often insecure, if it includes people who live closeted lives, who hide who they truly are for fear of being rejected, even by those who are supposed to love them the most. If, and I say if, Jesus' birth can be good news for all of them, then it can truly be, as the angel said, good news of great joy for all of us, for all people, and not just for some. I can't read this story from Luke chapter 2 and not hear it in the voice of Linus from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I just can't because I've watched that Christmas movie ever since I was a little girl, and I love the way that Linus tells it. But the thing about Linus is that he always has his blanket with him, right? His comfort object. He always carries that blanket. What do you think it might be like to live a life in constant need of comfort. Do you think such a person might live constantly with fear? While the angels announced, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, people of God. I wonder on this day if our fear and the fear that the angels were talking about was the fear of not being included, the fear for the shepherds that I am not included, the fear that I don't matter or that I don't matter enough. People of God, the savior of the world will be born for you. Do not be afraid. There is no one and there is nothing on this earth, in this life or the next, that is powerful enough to exclude you from the all people who this gift is for. The Savior will be born for you. And the Savior will be born for all of us. No ifs, no ands, No buts, no exceptions. Thanks be to God. Amen.
0: And now God's Word is alive in us again, anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, If you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.